the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in Sunday, San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. The Word of God is written by God to tell us, the children of God, how to be the Christians our Father wants all of us to be. One of the things that it tells us to do is to be imitators of Jesus, our elder brother, and live life like he lived it too. We're supposed to use Jesus as our example of how we're supposed to live our lives now that we're a part of the family. We're to follow Jesus as lead and do what he does and or whatever he teaches and or tells us to do. Whatever Jesus does, we're supposed to follow and do the same thing too. That's because Jesus did and lived exactly like the Father wants all of us to live and do. God wants all of us to be imitators of Christ. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Let's go to the next one. A vouch. The word a vouch means to make frank acknowledgement or affirmation of. It means to declare or exert with positiveness. It means to make frank acknowledgement or affirmation of. Declare or assert with positiveness. That's what we do when we avouch. I say a frank acknowledgement. Like the word frank means direct or unreserved in speech. Straightforward and sincere. Because when we speak frank, we speak direct or unreserved in speech. We speak straightforward, sincere. We know what we're talking about. At least we think we do. And so we speak frank at people. Praise God. Because anybody who makes a frank acknowledgement or a frank affirmation of anything, they make it direct without any reservation or hesitation. Well, it's like you know what you're talking about. So when we say anything frankly, we say it straightforward, straight down the middle. We say it sincerely. We mean it from our heart. We do it without inhibition, which means that we do it without inhibition. We don't hold nothing back. We say exactly what we, what we think because we, we, we can speak frankly about it. Like, for instance, you know, when you speak frank, you can speak it without any hesitation, any inhibitions. Like one plus one is. Two plus two is. Ten plus ten is. Fifteen times seventy-five is. See, you lost your frankness. Praise God. You was franked in a mug up until the time I hit you with that one. When I hit you with that one, folks like, man, get real. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You lost all frank. And that's how Satan is doing. He's waiting to see what you're going to lose frankness over. So when you say, when God says, when Satan says one thing and you're like, no, no, devil, the Bible says, he said, okay. He said, what about this? Oh, no, the Bible says. He said, what about this? Um, 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 gotcha. Because now I know the area to attack you. Because you don't know nothing. You don't know that area. And he who hesitates is lost. 
Double-minded man should expect to receive from God, which means God can't even back you up because you don't even know what you're talking about. That's why the just shall live by faith, absolute confidence, absolute assurance in what it is that God said to you. That's why can I flip the script and the just shall die without it, which means if you don't know this thing like you're supposed to, then you're subject to death because you open everything because you're probably going to call wrong, right and right, wrong, which opens the door for the devil to do what he want to do. And I'm speaking frankly to you. Praise God. The word frank also means unmistakably. Is anybody hearing me? Unmistakably. See, when we say something frankly, we say it unmistakably. We, we really do believe we're talking about. For example, praise God. Use this powerful man of God. Come over here, praise God. You're going to be the police. And, 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 and you're going to come in here to, to, to uh, arrest that man right there. And you're going to say that, you know, 30 minutes ago, when I try to stop, you're going to say 30 minutes ago, he tried to, he was, he was trying to rob a lady outside uh, uh, about a mile away from here. Go ahead. 30 minutes ago, I saw you trying to rob a, a woman. Said, I'm taking you in. Taking Grab him. Take him to take him. No, excuse me, officers, officer, officer, excuse, oh, officer, hold on. Pardon me, y'all. Officer, praise God. What, excuse me, what you, you know, what you doing? I'm arresting him. Because what? Arresting him for what? He assaulted a woman about 30 minutes ago. Oh, 30 minutes ago? Yeah. Oh, see, no, no, no. He didn't. That wasn't him. He was here with me. No. He was a, Yeah, he was. He was over there. I, I was using him for it. No, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I was here. I saw him with my own eye. I got a whole congregation that I say that. Did y'all see him? Wasn't I he here? Him. Wasn't he here? I see, we can him. vouch for him. We can say it without hesitation. So that even when the police say, no, I'm wrong, I can stand there and look the policeman in his eye. I can look, well, come over here. I can look the policeman in his eye and I can tell him, praise God. No, man, that wasn't him. He was here with me. He was over here. He was over there laying lap cloths, picking people up and stuff like that, man. He was serving. He was, he was doing stuff like that, sir. I, I can vouch for it. Please let him go. Please let him go. He can vouch for him and say, okay, since he... Okay, since you vouch for him. Yeah, I vouch for him, man. Let him go. I appreciate that, sir. Thank you. Keep doing a good job, officer. Thank you. Y'all get him a hand for helping me. Praise God. At time, you call evil good. You vouch for the fact that evil is good. You vouch for the fact that good is evil. You vouch for it. Ask me to who? To who? To yourself and everybody around you. Because you as a Christian, they're going to determine what's good by watching you. And you're vouching for evil as though it's good and vouching for good as though it's evil. And they watch you. And the second person that you're vouching to is yourself. Because you trust yourself more than you trust anybody else. I can tell you it's wrong all I want to. I know. I know. I know. I can read the Bible for myself. I knew. (laughs) And be wrong as wrong can be. But you vouch for yourself. And so because of that, you'll accept it as true. Does that make sense? And you'll let go of what you should be holding on to and hold on to what you should let go of. That's what Satan wants you to do. He wants you to say, call evil good because you vouch for evil as being good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You also certify. Let's go to that one. Certify, which means to attest as certain, to endorse as reliable, to guarantee to attest as certain, to endorse as reliable, to guarantee. See, when a person calls evil good and good evil, they actually certify that good is really is evil and that evil really is good. They're saying, I certify that it is. 
They're saying, I attest as certain that evil is good and good is evil. Trust me, I know. I endorse reliably that evil is good and good is evil. Trust me, I know. I know what I'm talking about. I guarantee you that evil is good and good is evil. Trust me, baby. Come on, trust me. See, when a person calls evil good and evil good, it's like a person selling something that's evil that they thought was good. That's why, that's why you know, uh, 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 various marketing people all over the place try to get entertainers and, and sports people to be able to endorse their product. Most of them ain't even tried it. Most of them ain't even used it. Are you listening to me up in there? But yet they'll, just the fact that their name is attached to it, just the fact that they're on the commercial automatically causes you to accept if, if Shaq used Icy Hot, I'm using Icy Hot. Are you listening to me up in here? If, 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 if this guy wear these gym shoes, I'm going to wear these gym shoes. So that I don't Ginobili when I get ready to turn the corner. Praise God. Amen. And my foot come out the side. Don't worry about it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Praise God. I'm going I'm to, because you endorse, because it's endorsed, just like you Christian, you endorse wrong as evil. So I mean, wrong as good and good as evil. You endorse it whenever you say of it that is good. And you endorse it to everybody else around you. It's okay for Christians to do it because I saw other Christians do it. That's why Satan trying to get Christians to say it don't matter what you do. So you could go step past the boundaries, do what you're not supposed to do. So Satan can then be able to convince the other Christians, see, you're not supposed to do that either. Or even them people in the world. See, there's no difference between you and them. You got God already. Why? Because you act just as unholy as they do. I thought I was a Christian for decades of my life. Ask me why. Because I watch Christians. And I watch them live unholy. I watch them try to drink what I drink. They couldn't even afford it. Because they were still waiting on their breakthrough. I had to pay for their liquor. Praise God, I had to pay for their stuff. Hallelujah. I thought I, was, I, thought I, was, I thought I was in Christ. Ask me why. Because I would meet the choir girls in the, in the club. And where we went later ain't your business. Praise God, but just, just trust me, it was not holy, holy, holy. That's why. I figured I'm a Christian. Because I got money in my pocket saying, God, we trust. We trust. I figured I was a better Christian than most saints I knew. Because I was driving a Benz when I was 20-something years, early 20 years old, and they were walking around with hoopties held together with Jesus' Lord stickers. I know what I'm talking about. So I'm watching they raggedy lies, and I'm thinking I must be a Christian. My life better than yours, dying. You don't want to come to me talking about pray for you because you're going through. So you, I must be living a pretty good life. <laughs> I figure I'm on, I know I'm on my way to heaven. Because I'm looking at the hell in your life. So I must be on my way there. It wasn't until I met a real Christian I found out, dang, I ain't nowhere near Christian. Why? Because they vouched for it. They certified it. They Christians. So liquor must be okay. Because they, they, I, I buy them liquor, they drink it. They ask me to pay for it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Must be all right. Clubbing must be fine. They there every Friday. I had to wait for them until crowd practice is over. But, but, but they still come. Let's go to the next one. Intend. Because they were certifying it. Are you listening to me up in here? It's okay for husbands and wives not to get along. Why? Because Christian husbands and wives don't get along. That's just normal. It's okay for the lady to be able to lay down and, and just gap everything. Why? Because the Christians was doing it. 
I know nobody's supposed to live holy. What's that? I had to look it up in the dictionary. Praise God. <laughs> when I'm supposed to be knowing it flat out from the time I'm a child because that's all the people live. Let's go to the next one. Certif- I said certified. We did that one. Let's do intend. Now, this one's deep right here. The word intend means to have a mind as something to be done or brought about as a plan. To have a mind as something to be done or brought about as a plan. Now, I got to go in the spirit before I bring this one in the natural. I got to start in the spirit. Satan intends for evil to be considered as good and good to be considered as evil so that he can deceive people into thinking that he wants them. Deceive people into thinking what he wants them to think. He has to get them to think what he wants them to think to be for his plan to be carried out because his plan can't be carried out on his own. He can't carry it out. He needs your help. He's begging for your help. Please help me carry out my destructive plan for your life by you agreeing with me and doing what I want you to do. So because of that, he knows that he knows that as a fact that good will never be evil and evil will never be good. But that doesn't change his insidious diabolical plan and his intention to be able to deceive the church into thinking that it is. So he sets out to deceive the church into thinking that it is that evil is good and good is evil. Hallelujah. That's why he'll even bring you jacked up teaching to be able to tell you it's okay to live like this. It's okay to do this. It's all right. Twist the scripture. See, see, it says it don't matter. God accepts anything coming through the door. But once you get through, he expects so much more because the Bible says in the book of Acts, he said there was a day that he winked at sin. But he said, I'm commanding men everywhere to repent. Change your thinking. So as soon as you get born again, we're supposed to change our thinking. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove that which is actually means approve the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for your life. God wants you to approve the will of God. Why well, I need to approve it because you ain't going to get it till you approve it. You got to accept it. You got to come into agreement with it. You got to remain in agreement with it because if you don't come into and remain in agreement with it, you ain't going to get it. That's why I says hold fast the profession of your faith until the end. Why until the end? All you got to do is believe it first. No, till the end, baby. You got to carry it all the way through because this race is not given to the swift. No, it's given to the strong. It's given to the one that endures to the end. You got to make it all the way to the end. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. So with that in mind, bring it into the natural. Satan then begins to start, has a plan to be able to get other people to accept his plan. So then he gets us to accept his plan. And then we will then intend the same way he intends. We'll have a mind as something to be done or be brought about. Which means that we'll have a mind that when evil is done, Good is what's going to be brought our way because we was intending to get good when we did evil. But the problem is, is we think evil is good. And so although you intend for good to come, you're going to keep doing evil and evil is what's going to keep coming. And then you'll end up doing more of it thinking that it's good, but it's evil. And you won't even believe fat meat greasy. You'll begin to start thinking that you enter into insanity. And that is that you'll keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Because when you talk to every Christian, I intended to do good, but baby, you're doing everything wrong to do good. You can't do wrong and do and get good. That's like saying, why do these watermelons keep growing up in my field? I know because you keep planting watermelon seeds. But the package say they root of beggars. The package say they carries. 
The package there, you've been lied to. Satan switched what's in there. You don't even believe it, though, because you're calling good evil and evil good. And guess what? God ain't going to be mocked because the Bible said, whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, I don't understand why this bad keep happening in my life. I do because you sow it. Because whatever you sow is what you're going to grow. Because God said, as long as the earth remain, there's seed, time, and harvest. He said, whatsoever man sow, that shall he sow reap. Well, why does this keep happening? Because that's what you keep sowing. That's what you keep reaping. I ain't sowing that. I'm intending for good. Baby, you can intend until your, 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 your intender broke. You're going to get the results that you sow. Are you listening to me up in here? So Satan's got to get you to think good is evil and evil is good so you can keep jacking yourself up. Promise is another one. We're almost through. Promise. Well, promise means an express assurance on which expectation is to be based. An express assurance on which expectation is to be based. Now, this is a verbal expression of expectation of which everything else is based. Therefore, a person who calls evil good and good evil expresses an assurance on which they expect this to be best. I'm sure that if I keep doing what I'm doing, everything's going to work out good. I'm sure of it. I know it. I know it. That false teacher told me that. I know it. No, 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 it won't. Because God said something different. Does that make sense? And they're basing their expectations on it. It means a a declaration that something will or will not be given, especially, uh, well, et cetera, et cetera, by someone. That something will or will not be given. Therefore, the person who calls evil good and good evil is making a verbal declaration of what will and won't be done in their lives. Because they truly... We know it's falsely, but it depends on your, your perspective. They truly expect that nothing evil will happen when they do what they do. Even though what they're doing is evil. They expect it to still turn out good. Pastor, I know it's going to turn out good. This is my plan. He was cheating. I'm going to cheat. And then after I cheat, he's going to know what it feels like to have somebody cheat. And so he's going to quit cheating. Isn't that a good plan? No. But I know that's good. Cosmo told me it was good. (laughs) Today's woman told me it was good. My girlfriend, who ain't had nobody in six years, told me it was good. (laughs) But baby, that's evil. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And people going (laughs) to... See, I'm a pastor. I deal with this all the time. My Jesus... Hardest thing to do is convince a person that evil is evil when they've been taught that it's good. And that good is good when they've been taught it's evil. Hardest thing to do is to get people to accept it. Because Satan has said, I got you because you call an evil good. That word also means term. Term, T-E-R-M. This gets powerful right here. The word term means to appoint or give value to something. Every time you say evil is good and good is evil, you term it. You appoint or give value to it. And the value that is given is the value that it'll have until it's termed, until it's termed something different. The value that it has is the value that, is, that it was given is the value it's going to have until the term is changed. Like, for instance, I never will think this. Let's say, for instance, if some reason or another, I think this guy ain't no good. I never will think that because I know there's a powerful man of God. There's a good man of God. So don't be thinking like, ooh, he was in the spirit. No, I wasn't. Don't, don't go there like that. I'm just using him as an example because he's sitting in the front row. 
But let's say I thought this man was no good. If I thought this man didn't, didn't have any good, good in terms for me. They wanted to hurt me, harm me, talk about me, jam me, stuff like that. Every time I see him, I'll see. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because I termed him that in my own mind. So that means every time I see him, that's the way I value him. I value him as a person that's low down, that's going to be coming against me and speaking against me. Probably been talking about me while he wasn't gone. And then come over and say, hey, Pastor, how you doing? Hey, Pastor, how you doing? I'm all right, man. How you doing? It's good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. It's good to see you too, man. Praise God. Appreciate you. Have a good day, man. Low down, backstabbing. <laughs> see, see, that's good. That's what's going to be on my mind. Because I termed him that. Work with me. It'd be different if God termed him that. If God termed him that, I'm supposed to think that about him. But if God didn't term him that, what am I doing saying that about him? Somebody has convinced me to think about him in a way I ain't supposed to think about him. So that I will never be able to enjoy the relationship we're supposed to have. I'm never supposed to benefit. When he came over to me that time and I played him like that. Hey, good, hey, good to see you. Praise God. Enjoy to see you too, man. I'm, I'm, I'm busy right now. Good to see you, man. Praise God. Turn around. Say out loud. I was going to give him $1,000. But he played me like that. And see, a lot of us are missing out on the blessing that we're supposed to have because we're terming stuff the wrong way. Married folk and I say, hey. Most of you done termed your wife something she ain't. Mad women, I say, hey. Most of you have turned your, termed your husband something he ain't. And as long as they got that term for you, you got that term for them in your mind, you're going to treat them accordingly. You're going to see them accordingly. You'll never see the good that they are because you see the wrong that Satan has convinced you that they are. And you'll never be able to benefit from what God gave you. That good thing God gave you will never be that good thing to you because you just see them as a thing. Low down, dead thing. Silly thing, ignorant thing, lazy thing. Come on, whichever one, I'll just leave it blank. You fit it, you fill it in. You, because whatever you term it is the way it's going to be. God said to the male Adam, who was the original one with the creative power of the words in his mouth, you know, because life and death exist in the power of the tongue. He told him, I'm going to bring you these animals. Whatever you call them is what they're going to be. Whatever you call them is what they're going to be. And Satan wants us to term, call things something that they're not. So that we never deal with them as they are. Does that make sense? Like, see, some of y'all were termed church and annoyance. Term serving as problematic to your schedule. So because of that, even if you do show up to church, oh, dang, how long is he going to be here? Dang, dang. Not as long as you're going to be in hell if you don't receive Jesus Christ. Are you listening to him? Hallelujah. Not as long as you're prolonged. Oh, it's going to be if you don't listen to me. Praise God. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope you're really seeing the Father's desire for all of us who are his to be like him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of our living our lives like he wants us to do. That is imitating him. Because if we do, then we'll do everything we need to do to fulfill God's desire for me and you, to live the awesome life that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating Him. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210 
785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. We invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely His Singles Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half and pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food, fun, fellowship, and get a powerful word from God that'll help them live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.